Shalom. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I am Shmuley Yanklowitz, President and Dean of Valley Beit Midrash. Here at VBM, we strive to bring you only the highest quality of Jewish learning. Bringing pluralistic and innovative Jewish programming to the Jewish community that craves substance and insight is our passion. But we cannot do it alone. To support our endeavors, please consider donating a tax-deductible contribution to our organization. By doing so, you will be supporting meaningful Jewish educational content, funding the next generation of leaders, as well as furthering Jewish wisdom to people all over the country and all over the world. Please visit www.valleybatemadrash.org. Thank you so much and enjoy the program. Rabbi Jonah Pesner, who has served as the director of the Religious Action Center of Reform Judaism since 2015, and also has served as the senior vice president of the Union for Reform Judaism since 2011. Rabbi Pesner, thanks for taking the time. Uh, thank you, Rabbi. Are you kidding? I'm a huge fan of yours and most grateful for your prophetic leadership. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So to jump right in, what are some of the key aspects of the RAC's history as a social justice organization? that are relevant to today's struggle for justice? And why is this so? Why is this work so important to the reform movement? Yeah, so Rav Shmuley, I'm, I'm sitting and having this conversation with you while you're in Arizona. I'm here in Washington, D.C. Um, our historic offices, our historic offices here at DuPont Circle, I'm gonna try and move my camera and you can actually see the street outside uh, is called Kitty Kaplan Way. And the reason that the District of Columbia renamed the street Kibbe Kaplan Way was that Kibbe, who was the last white Jewish president of the NAACP, uh, was also the founder of our Religious Action Center. And his formative experience as a young person was when he went to Florida on his honeymoon, Rushmuli, and he saw for the first time in his life a sign that said, no Jews, no dogs. And he was with his newly married bride, Emily, and he turned to the black taxi driver who had taken him around Florida, and he asked this black driver, you know, is this common down here? And the black cab driver said, they don't even bother with us. And Kitty understood, no Jews, no dogs, they don't even bother with us. If, uh, as Dr. King said, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. He became involved in the NAACP. Um, he became its president, um, the last white Jewish president said, and he bought this building, the Religious Action Center Reform Judaism, which is a five-story embassy building in DuPont Circle, and he gave it to the Reform Jewish movement under one condition. And the condition was that we would be a hub of civil rights activity. And our first director, Rabbi Dick Hirsch, the first thing he did when he got to the offices was to call his friend, a young dynamic pastor, and he said, Martin, good news. Now you have an office in Washington. So Dr. King used to come here to meet in our offices when he would come to Washington, and the Leadership Conference for Civil Rights was housed here, which is why the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and the Voting Rights Act of 1965 were drafted in our conference room. So, Shmuley, for us, civil rights is at the core and the center of what Reform Judaism is and what it does. For the last 60 years since then, the Religious Action Center has been at the center of every major civil rights struggle, whether it's the campaign for marriage equality, LGBTQ rights, the rights of women to control their bodies, the rights of immigrants and refugees to find uh, assurance on our shores, um, people of color, criminal justice system, all of the rest are because of the work and the history of the Religious Action Center. Amazing, amazing. So given that history and its involvement in the civil rights movement, what is the response today to racial inequality and injustice? 
And um, how do you see that injustice being visible within and beyond our community today? And, and what's the role of our Jewish community to respond to this? You know, it's incredible, Roshmuli. So much has changed and gotten better, and yet there's still so much injustice. And the last five years since I took this position have been remarkable because, first of all, just to understand the landscape, when Kitty Kaplan donated the rack 60 years ago, there were blacks and there were Jews. Now there's nearly a million Jews in America who are non-white, black Jews, brown Jews, Asian Jews, Latinx Jews, uh, Sephardi Mizrahi Jews, like there's just Jews of all hues. And so we're talking about a situation where when we think about people of color in this country and the way that they are oppressed through the criminal justice system, whether we think about the other forms of systemic racism, they're impacting our children. They're not just our allies or our neighbors. These are our children. These are our family members. So that's one kind of important reality. The other thing to remember is that Kitty Kaplan never could have imagined when founding the RAC 60 years ago, mass incarceration, right? One in three black men in America go to jail, whereas one in 17 white men go to jail. One in five Latino men go to jail. So the fact that there's 2.1 million incarcerated in America more than any other country um, and the overwhelming majority of people of color means that there is the new Jim Crow. There's the reality that we need criminal justice reform now with urgency. The Voting Rights Act that I mentioned earlier, written in our conference room, was rolled back by a Supreme Court decision, uh, Shelby v. Holder, and we've seen voter suppression laws passed across the country. We've seen way too many states that are disenfranchising voters of color and other disenfranchised voters. We also are a country that has more guns than people. So we, we're in a moment of white supremacy. The El Paso shooting, the Tree of Life shooting, the shooting in Poway are a reminder that that threat to justice everywhere is happening in our synagogues, in our communities, and with the ability for these white supremacists and white nationalists to get guns, it means we have a lot, a lot of work to do. And the last thing that I would say, Rav Shmuley, is that we are in another crisis where um, many of our ancestors came to this country, at least as white Jews, as refugees. And now we have another period of history where the refugee, the stranger, the migrant, is being vilified. Nobody knows this better than you because you're down there on the border in Arizona every day working tirelessly to welcome immigrants and refugees to this country. These are some of the core and seminal issues of the RAC, working on racial justice today and criminal justice reform, working on the restoration of voting rights, working on the rights of immigrants and refugees, and of course, getting the guns off our streets and out of our synagogues. So picking up on your last point, uh, we know the Torah repeatedly over and over stresses the value of welcoming the stranger, uh, uh, upholding justice for the stranger, or even loving the stranger. And I wonder from DC, how do you see the collective Jewish efforts being mobilized for around immigration reform at large? And where do you see opportunities for folks to engage to make a positive impact? Yeah, and I love that we're having this conversation because this is so broadly a consensus issue in the Jewish community. You have Orthodox Jews, you have Reformed Jews, you have Jews who are fairly secular in nature, you have Jews who are deeply uh, observant, all agreeing that that most oft-repeated mitzvah, the mitzvah of loving the stranger, not tolerating the stranger, right, not putting up, but loving, is central to who we are. And so like this past Tisha B'Av, uh, the commemoration of the destruction of the temple, you saw in communities across the United States, Jews showing up at detention facilities, at ICE headquarters, protesting this administration's policies and the ways in which families have been separated, in the ways in which children are being traumatized and placed in camps. Um, it, it was an incredible way to commemorate and honor the destruction and the loss, 
of our history by committing to the widow, the orphan, and the stranger today that suffers here in America. Amazing. So in states across the country, my last question for you, in states across the country, uh, access to reproductive health care is facing growing restrictions, as you know. Just last week, Planned Parenthood withdrew from federal Title X funding rather than restrict the kind of reproductive care, health care it could provide to its patients. So I wonder, what is the Jewish community, uh, what is the Jewish community doing to support and advance reproductive rights today? Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you a quick story and to answer the question. So this past week, I led a mission of 50 rabbis down to Montgomery and Selma to visit the museum in Montgomery. The Equal Justice Initiative has this incredible lynching memorial that really helps people confront the reality of 400 years from slavery through Jim Crow and the injustices we face today. We went to the one abortion clinic in Montgomery, and there is a house that has been uh, bought next door by activists that becomes a safe a safe space for women seeking uh, reproductive health care. Overwhelmingly, the people who are disenfranchised by these rollbacks of reproductive rights are poor women and women of color. So as we think about like the radical injustices, we have nine states that have, in essence, banned abortion. And people who have means and affluence, they can fly around, they can travel, and they can access reproductive care. But we are seeing low-income women, communities of color, LGBT folk disproportionately impacted. So we have a cohort of our, at least, synagogues that are organizing, working together to work either in direct defense work to accompany people for reproductive health care or reproductive services, to breathe new life, if need be, into the Underground Railroad of reproductive care to get people um, to services that they need, and to build the political power to both push back in the states where reproductive health care is being rolled back, but also to do the civic engagement work to elect candidates who will commit to a reproductive justice agenda to make sure the members of Congress, the United States Senate, and ultimately the president will recommit to Roe v. Wade and the right of women to control their bodies. Amazing. Friends, be sure to get onto the RAC's email list. Be sure to contribute to support their robust and fierce work to represent the Jewish community in standing for justice, our timeless mandate from the Torah and beyond. Thank you so much, Rabbi Pesner, and continue your amazing work. Thank you, Rav I love you. Thank you.